Hello leaders, it's a pleasure really to reconnect with you. We're almost finished with our Connecting Signal series and I've been really happy to see that you're listening week after week. I hope the topics we've been talking about have been providing you with great insight as to how you can improve your relationships. And of course, I hope you've been putting them to practice. At the end of the day, execution and consistency will always be the difference maker. This week, let's talk about something that is a bit more personal and intentional. Not to say that the topics we've talked about before weren't, but it's just to say that this requires more heart knowledge than head knowledge, if that makes sense. This talks about a signal of emotional bondedness. John Maxwell said, Openness by the leader paves the way for ownership by the people. So, without ownership, changes will be short-term. Changing people's habits and ways of thinking is like writing instructions in the snow during a snowstorm. Every 20 minutes, the instruction must be rewritten unless ownership is given along with instructions. In my past, we've all had that boss that was emotionally unavailable. We all have those supervisors who would focus heavily on tasks rather than on people. And we've seen the positive results of that in production. When I started working with a BPO to introduce digital marketing products to their pipeline, I never thought that I would experience this firsthand. The environment of BPOs, and of course I'm only speaking based on my experience, is very toxic. You can feel it in the air. The thick weight of pressure and having to deliver just engraved in your diaphragm. It almost makes it difficult to breathe. This was definitely not the same freedom that I used to feel when I was running my own agency. This was the complete opposite of the spectrum. You see, when emotions are so high-strung, it's difficult to form any meaningful relationship with management and staff. You've heard the age-old saying, professional distance, which would remind managers to always keep some boundaries for your employees so you can't be put in a compromising situation when difficult conversations or decisions need to be made. The illusion here is that it would make your job easier if you kept people at arm's length. That if you protected your space, you would find it much easier to perform your tasks and hit targets. One of the most efficient ways to illustrate this was Simon Sinek's description of his experience being and working with the Navy SEALs. The SEAL Team 6 is the highest performing team in our modern society today. For the SEALs, it's important to measure someone based on two things. First is performance. 
which is related to your abilities, proficiencies, and skills, that would contribute to the goal of the team. And secondly, is trust, which would point towards your ability to blend in with the team and build lasting, trusting relationships. The best teammate to have is the person who has high scores in performance and also receives high scores in trust. That's the standard. They would not accept you if you had high scores in performance alone and yet you had low scores on trust. That would easily identify you as a toxic person, task-oriented, and who would only focus on the outcome rather than the people. And if they had to choose, they would rather choose someone who had high marks in trust despite having low marks in performance. Rather than the opposite, someone who had high scores in performance and low scores in trust. Given this insight, what does this teach us? And this is coming from the most efficient, high-performing team in the world, a team that literally depends on each other and whose decisions can affect the life or death of their teammates. If we change the environment from our workplace to be like that, who would you rather have with you, by your side, when your life depends on it? Would you rather pick the asshole or the guy you can trust? Of course, while the asshole has his benefits, I'm sure 90% of you would pick the person you can trust because that's how great teams are built. Trust. Their performance will come over time. So when thinking about this, how do you inspire trust in your team? One tool we can use is emotional bondedness. This looks like your ability to connect with your team and find them wherever they are on an emotional level. If your team is feeling confused about a certain task, understand their confusion and go to where they are. Connect with them at an emotional level and lead them towards a more productive state. But that's something we can talk about in a future session. How does emotional bondedness look like for you and your team this week? How are you able to build that connection with them in a sustainable, consistent, and intentional way starting today? That's the challenge for you this week. The mindset of creating professional distance is a defense mechanism for failure. While we do need to anticipate things not going our way, we do need to create as leaders more offensive mechanisms rather than defensive ones. And what are these offensive mechanisms? These are events that allow leaders to empower others. I hope you learned something from this. And it is my fervent prayer that you go ahead and practice. What does this look like for you this week? 
If you have any questions, you can connect with us through our Facebook page at facebook.com slash activateleadershipph or Instagram at activateleadershipph. You can also visit our website at activateleadership.blog or send us an email at jmtdavao at gmail.com or fonzimarquez at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening and hope to connect with you soon. Bye-bye.